0: welcome to women who sarcast i'm kathy Barron.
1: this is shaylani alex how's it going well i don't know what i have but my voice is kind of jacked right now because
0: i'm not feeling too hot but yeah don't breathe on me okay i'm gonna go lick your doorknobs on (laughs) the way out great as long (laughs) as it's not vaseline i'm okay So, um, you've never experienced a breakup, right? Because <laughs> you actually have to be with someone to break up.
1: <laughs> I'm with people. Of course I've experienced those things. Come on now. Mm-hmm. When was the last time
0: you broke up with or you had a breakup?
1: Um, <clears throat> I would like to refrain
0: from to <laughs> Are you taking time? the fifth?
1: I, uh, you know, that's a good question. I don't
0: know, like an official breakup. Oh my God! Can do we have to get technical about this? It's a breakup. Yeah. Whether it's All you know right. a one night stand breakup or oh a two month oh, no, breakup. No, no, I'm good. Girl. <laughs> or Daddy. you know, I'm good girl. I was engaged and I broke up. Oh, uh,
1: that's happened. Hmm. Uh, I'm gonna say, twice.
0: You were engaged twice. Yeah. Oh.
1: Well, I didn't, not, know about I didn't that. say
0: yes. I think the conversation led up to the breakup. <laughs> <laughs> so he was trying to propose to you, and you broke up with him. I kind of took a hard left. <laughs> left, left turn, Clyde.
1: Yeah, you know, I was like, "Oh, what's this over here?"
0: That kind of thing. Um,
1: <laughs> and then the second time I got close to it, like we went looking for rings. Mm. I know. But that didn't quite work out. Why not? Oh, it's a long story. But yeah, but it didn't. It didn't quite work out, and um, I don't regret it. But I do think about it, if that means anything. Mm-hmm. Like revisit the decision, I suppose.
0: Uh mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, how do we get on that topic? <laughs> <laughs> well, because today we're talking about the science of breakups. Hmm. So, you know, if you're going through a breakup or a heartache, I mean, this is kind of why you feel the way you do and how you can get back up on your...
1: Your toesies.
0: Your, your love your eels.
1: love heels. <laughs> your
0: love beat, Your peat and your toes. Yes. <laughs> so it's the chemicals that are causing you to idolize your ex. So... You know, when you're lost, you have like these rose tinted glasses on and mm-hmm. you think everything's just coming up roses and so positive and they're like the apple of our eye and there's a lot of negative thing wrong with them. Like the whole love is blind thing. Right. Huh. Exactly. <laughs> and then when you're in the throes of love... The part of your brain that's responsible for processing judgment and negative emotions switches off. Mm. So that encourages you subconsciously to keep the bonding and an attachment going. And so you have like this lust phase of a relationship deeply wired in our brains, mm-hmm. um, which has everything to do with procreate because that's a natural. Mm-hmm thing to do that yes yeah so these chemical and hormonal reactions can last from like eight months to two years so which kind of explains why newly smitten lovers um Mm -hmm. often idolize their partners kind of magnifying their partners virtues and justifying their flaws and you Mm -hmm. know everything's Hunky dory. I bet it is. And uh, I remember
1: going through that with a certain friend of mine who was in a relationship recently. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Interesting. Yeah. And uh, not knowing who this other person was, how my friend she was like, "This person is just so great.
0: I just yeah."
1: <laughs> so you know, I I I could relate.
0: To mm-hmm. that. Uh-huh. Right. I think you kind of do that with every guy you meet. No, I don't. Well, you know what? Because I'm a very loving person. Is that it? I
1: love everyone.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, by the way, this is from HuffingtonPost.com. HuffPost. HuffPost. Um, next, the breakup sex. Don't do it. Don't Just don't do it. Because it's causing you to stay addicted to that person. So then what would you do in, as an alternative? They're like leave turn around go home put your clothes back on it's kind of easier said than done isn't it well Kathy? sure <laughs> i don't do breakup sex
1: no i mean cuz that's hard to to fight that emotion like here is this very accessible you've already been down that route it's familiar it's comfortable you know what's already there mhm it it's it's like this um what do they call that what do they call that when you do something, because there's this immediate kind of satisfaction. What's that word? Instant gratification. Yes. <laughs> me, so you have that like instant
0: gratification.
1: <laughs> yeah, because it's quick, it's easy, it's a easy lift, right?
0: Right. But even if you're, even though you're having like casual sex, which would be. Breakup, breakup sex I mean you've had that emotional bond with that person yeah you're still maintaining and establishing that emotional bond whether you like it or not yeah so well I'm not saying it's not right. having breakup sex yes is probably the way to go well yeah because you have to break that because cycle. you have to break the you know cut the cord at some point right so but but that's what but what I'm, I'm
1: not saying it's right I'm just saying it's a very easy thing because it doesn't take as much energy thought Mm. effort because it's right there in front of you right
0: Right. just dangling in front of you and that's from the limbic system
1: what was that
0: so that's part of the brain Mm. and it's part of the brain that sets the emotional tone of the mind it promotes bonding Mm -hmm. stores highly charged emotional memories Mm -hmm. and modulates motivation and libido so
1: Motivation and libido. This is a quote,
0: oh. this is a quote from the uh, research. It says, so if you're trying to get over someone, literally do not get on top of them. <laughs> oh, health post. <laughs> Sex with the ex is stopping those chemical limbic bonds to break.
1: Literally do not
0: <laughs> get on top of
1: them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or underneath, for oh, that matter. Or sideways. Just. Please don't even near them at all. (laughs) So, in conclusion, (laughs) breakup sex is no bueno. No, okay. And this kind of goes along with the breakup sex. You're craving your ex because your brain is in withdrawal. Yeah, it's like a crack addict, right? Because you're experiencing all these lovey-dovey feelings, and it's right there, and it's it's exciting.
1: It's, it's like thrilling.
0: It's like you know what? Okay,
1: okay. You know, like when people go through Lent. I mean, I don't know if you do that. I'm not Catholics. So I don't know. But Lent, it's the whole point of giving up something is sacrifice. Like it's hard. It takes effort. It takes work. Mm-hmm. And when you're going through withdrawals, you're very vulnerable, mm-hmm. right?
0: So you want to. You want to. You want that feeling. Yeah. You want that good feeling. Yeah. But this is saying that, you know, you experience all these feelings, it's liberating, it's exciting, but do you feel that way because you really met the one, or is your brain tricking you? Well, see, that's where it gets kind of crazy, because is it the chemicals? The chemicals are the ones that are driving you crazy, but not necessarily giving you clarity in your Mm decision-making. So this says, love is not an emotion, it's a motivation system. It's a drive, it's part of the reward system of the brain. That's interesting, love is not an emotion.
1: Mm -hmm. What a a motivation system. Right. A reward.
0: So that exhilarating rush of pleasure and excitement, that's Mm -hmm. dopamine. Well, that's just a way to chemically identify it, right? Because, but that's your brain. I mean, it's all chemical. Yeah, I
1: guess. I guess.
0: And then the sweaty palms and the increased heartbeat and the overwhelming sexual desire—that's testosterone. You know, you know what I'm talking about. So can I tell you a little? Can we catch a little side story <laughs> <to> this? Do have a choice?
1: Well, you go know. ahead. Go. You can. You can cut go out ahead. later if you want. All right. So. You know, I mentioned earlier I wasn't feeling too well, and normally I don't go to the doctor because you should only go to the doctor when you really need to go to the doctor. Okay. I can't believe you're telling this story. Well, no, it's it's whatever, and <laughs> he'll never get back to him. It's fine. So, <laughs> so I and I have this PCP, and
0: he's this. Can you tell PCP because PCP oh, so, oh, is a drug sorry, to sorry. most people.
1: My primary care provider thank you My yeah my, my main doctor who i go to right for whatever my first stop so uh i actually met him what like 14 years ago just because where i happen to live anyway long story short um he's uh it, okay so <laughs> to to me i'll just you know he's
0: kind of cute right right uh-huh. and he's, he's fine which is why you had your makeup on today what
1: a, no i have a makeup <laughs> on because it's tuesday <laughs> <laughs>
0: you don't know who you're gonna read it
1: to <laughs> I well, want people have to be in meetings all day with people and I don't want them looking at my face like I just woke up. So uh, so anyway, so I go to the doctor this morning, and um, we've been monitoring for some reason like my blood pressure because he always thinks that I have high blood pressure because when I go in there, mm-hmm. I'm like either late, so I'm like rushing. and mm-hmm. so we always have to take my blood pressure twice and all of that, right? And so <laughs> today I realized. Oh, my God. It's be It does do things I have high blood pressure, but the reality is I get there, and I'm like, oh, he's kind of cute. So even if we wait until the end of the appointment, I can't. It's even worse by the end of the
0: appointment.
1: It's just like looking at me like, why are you not dead? (laughs) <laughs> anyway, no, he's super cool. He's a great because you have actor. a crush. No, whatever. I mean, I, I did actually think about like, oh my god, this is like jacking up my vitals, and and I thought maybe I should just get a different doctor. But then I realized, you know what? He's a really good, solid doctor. Uh-huh. Like just I bet. smart and on Yeah, he is. He just <laughs> happens to be kind of cute in a goofy way. Right. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I just sighed because you said blood pressure. I was dealing with that. This <laughs> Like, no, don't put me on those pills. It's fine. <laughs> don't put me on the pills. <laughs> I'm all flushing them down the toilet. Okay, thanks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he'll be like, next visit, you know, your your blood pressure hasn't gone down anyway yeah, What's
1: so- going on? He, like,
0: ups Are the those doses? medicines working? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. Uh, he'll give you meditation classes, yoga. Yoga, all of that. I'm like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Mindful yes. meditation. was <laughs> yeah, cool. Sorry. I digress. So when you have constant thoughts of your love stick. Um, love stick? Uh-huh. Is that what you said? And you replay like a movie reel. You know how you like oh. play in your mind all the. the all the time. The, yes, The dates or what they say or yeah. what they do or whatever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, mm-hmm. That's due to low serotonin. Because that's associated with obsessive thinking. Mm. So, I mean, the science part of it makes sense because, you know, there's a reason why you're, why you're feeling certain ways or your body's reacting certain ways because oh, it's all chemically induced. Right. So, um, so whether it's natural or
1: artificial or external, the right. fact that you, your body can be controlled by chemicals mm-hmm. is not a new thing, but it makes sense,
0: especially this context. Right. Mm-hmm. And studies have shown that recently broken up singles show activity in the ventral segmental area of the brain. You know that part. Okay, yeah. I um, know what to do. <laughs> which is associated with reward and motivation, um, and specifically the release of dopamine. Okay. And so that's also seen in drug addiction. So, anyone who's a drug addict has that same, you know. When you break up, people have that same chemical mm. reaction. reaction. yeah so so the chemicals fade regardless if you're falling in love or falling out of love eventually yeah so um, so what do you do then? So you know it says don't isolate yourself. okay. That would be your natural instinct, just to isolate yourself and... If you break up. Right. Well, I mean, I was... With break breakup.
1: I was referring to, you, like, if the chemicals fade, whether you fall in love or out of love, right? Let's well, say you fall in love, and it's you go through the honeymoon period. That's why there's the honeymoon period, right? Right. And something happens after that. Like, there's a change. Either you get used to each other, or maybe the chemical levels are different. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you do in that case to maintain... That conversely, right? What do you do to
0: maintain that Um, feeling? You just start taking drugs. (laughs) Become a drug addict. (laughs) Um.
1: Good advice there on women's podcasts. Become a drug addict. You heard it here first. Um. But anyway, okay. So sorry. Going back to the breakup. Then what do you do? You. Don't isolate yourself. Yeah, don't isolate
0: yourself. Don't, you know, be depressed all by yourself. Yeah, this other article Um, you
1: found here says um, the best way to cope is to write out the emotions and feel them deeply as opposed to trying to hide them or numb
0: the feelings away. Right. So don't (laughs) drink yourself or cry yourself to sleep. Or eat yourself. (laughs) Right. (laughs) To hide those cupcakes. Eat yourself away. (laughs) Stay away from those no ho cupcakes and yeah. No ding dongs. No, <laughs> no Cheetos. No Cheetos. No breadsticks. <laughs> no breadsticks. <laughs> no double pickle kettle chips. <laughs> no ice cream. No cookies. Oh my god, what's the point? How else are you supposed to like, get over it <laughs> if you can't have any of that? Just chew on some ice cubes. <laughs>
1: Uh, but, no, but that's so that's interesting because um, as think as I was thinking about this topic earlier today, I have the the way for me to to just get my head around a topic in any kind of topic doesn't matter what is to develop a framework, right? So I was kind of mentioning to you earlier, um, you know, you go through this phase where you're single, and you know after you you learn all these things about um, how how painful emotional hurt can be because it's equated with physical Mm -hmm. um you know what do you do what do you do to avoid that it's it's equivalent to i know that if i put my hand in a campfire it's probably gonna get burned and i Mm -hmm. wouldn't consciously do that but there has to be something that's letting me say you know what i know it's gonna hurt but i'm gonna do it anyway
0: Mm -hmm.
1: so i start to think about people that i know who range everything from I'm just going to be a hermit to I'm going to love everyone and Mm -hmm. like what motivates them to do those things is the one who's a hermit say, you know what? I'm not, I, the last time I got burned, it was way, way too much. And, you Mm -hmm. know, being in love just isn't worth it for me or the one who's a risk taker is like, I've been in love so many times. I'm used to the pain. Like I'll just put another bandaid on it, you know? (laughs) And there's nothing wrong with either approach, but I think understanding the, the, the physical pain and the emotional pain and how we can kind of deal with them in similar ways Mm
0: -hmm. um, kind of helps better understand how people tick, I guess. Well, I think you just described us. Oh, really? Why? (laughs) Let's see. Who would be the one that's the hermit? That'd be me. It is not. Yeah, totally. No. Uh Uh-uh. Hermit in a way that... But you're out there loving everybody well i'm
1: not loving everybody well you know
0: what i mean well i think there's so there's a
1: limit right it's you sure okay i like being social that's that's fine um but it goes up to a certain point and then Uh the guard comes up right because i know okay if i go past this point like i'm I'm going off the cliff like Uh it's going to be hard to come back from that so there's a couple things to that one if i ever make it past that cliff that's so whoever's on the other side of that should be very impressed because it takes a lot <laughs> to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the flip side of it, it's just like this way of protecting yourself. And sometimes that's not really a good thing. You tend to self-sabotage. And, right. You know, you have to be a little bit more of a risk taker in that sense. So
0: Yeah. Right, Kathy? Yep, I'm the hermit. I don't think you're a hermit. I think you're, open to, you're
1: more open to it than I am.
0: I think. Okay, we'll discuss this offline. Okay. <laughs> So, a UCLA study reveals that spending time with close friends causes the brain to release natural opioids, mm. which are like painkillers found in opium. And so, when you lose the fam- uh, familiarity, daily routine, and stability of a relationship, it's, in repor- it's important to surround yourself with family and friends so mm. you can feel loved and cared for and safe. Mm-hmm. Um or you can do a breakup boot camp. Apparently, they're out there. What? Um, apparently, it's a company that hosts retreats for people who've recently gone through a breakup. So, might want to check that out. Um, yeah, that's not
1: just another word for, like, single people camp, is it? <laughs> <laughs> like, why would you do that to put a bunch of super vulnerable people <laughs> on the wrong
0: place? That you pay money to do that? It's a front for a dating
1: service. Yeah, it's like let's be a different dating retreat, a a, a different singles meetup. Let's call it breakup camp.
0: I mean, well, I mean, you know, it's or you can just go on Facebook and do you know the conscious uncoupling. Oh my god. Or you can you know do the unconscious coupling. And now that I have, like, learned that term, I feel like
1: I hear it everywhere. All the time. Yeah. Like, the fact that somebody used it in a meeting
0: yeah. two weeks ago.
1: Yeah. Like, where did you see that? Were you on Facebook? What's going on?
0: <laughs> <laughs> What'd you see? They probably read Gwyneth Paltrow's book. Because didn't she and the Coldplay guy do the whole conscious parenting? Oh. That's when I first heard it. Oh. No, I've never Chris Martin, whatever his name is. No. <sighs> well... So, so basically it's important to remember, you know, misconnections happen all the time. Just read Craigslist <laughs> or listen to our podcast called Misconnections. And you'll know. But it's very re- <laughs> <laughs> Every day our every day. Every day. <laughs> um <laughs> So, just because it doesn't work out with someone doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you, at least like 99% of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Why I got look like <laughs> look at me like that. 99% of the time. <laughs> uh, so, um, So, yeah. So if it doesn't work out with someone, just remember you're just getting closer To meeting your right person. Really? I don't believe that either. Um, (laughs) But I do think that you learn with each person that you meet, regardless of how long or short the meeting is. You learn what you like and what you don't like, and
1: the things that you thought you like, but you actually don't like.
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Hmm.
1: That's a pretty strong statement there. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true, right? Because yeah. sometimes you think, oh, I would love a person that's like this. And then you get it and you're like, oh, okay. Maybe not like this. Maybe that, not it. That turn the volume down to seven <laughs> or four. <laughs> right? Yeah. But you wouldn't know that unless you got out there and stopped being a hermit. Right. Because they're
0: not going to show up at your door. They certainly are. They're not going to be wearing it's a the t-shirt. UPS driver.
1: That, yeah.
0: Or Amazon Prime. That's true. Could be in their
1: prime. But that's like, that's like dipping into a limited population pool. True. You know, one of these days I thought about this, just for kicks, is to like walk around town wearing a shirt that says, I'm the one. (laughs) (laughs) And then see how many people
0: come up up to you. I think we should be like, like, or should it be, are you the one? No,
1: it's because, you know, how the friend of mine before, she's like, you know what? I just want this guy to come up to me and be like, with her name, I'm the one. (laughs) You don't have to think about it. (laughs) Then you walk around town and just like, I'm the one. one? (laughs) What are you feeling right now? (laughs) You feeling some dopamine? Feel feeling some dopamine? Is this causing any
0: chemical reaction? Are you feeling some cortisol, like fight or flight? <laughs> <laughs> Probably run running in up. the rain? <laughs> run away, run away. There's <laughs> all these people like stressing
1: out, lighting up at Tucker's like eating a little ice cream. Because <laughs> they're all stressed out. This crazy lady walking around town with a shirt that says, I'm the
0: one. Oh, my. Could happen. Yeah. That would be an interesting... And then I'd be walking behind you to see how many people react. I could, like, like document it on video.
1: That is so lame. Oh, my God. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. It'd be like
0: no one would come up.
1: They'd be like, what this is this crazy? I'd <laughs> probably do it in Berkeley and nobody would think twice about it. But do should be like, they'd
0: probably call the cops. That is true. See? Whatever. Yeah. Do it in Castro Valley. That probably wouldn't be a good idea. I'd be in jail. <laughs> Danville. Or else is conservative. Danville. <laughs> Your type's not in Danville anyway. No, they're not. Mm -mm. Wait, what's that mean? (laughs) So I'm going to read. Do you have anything else to say? Um, Any other t-shirts you (laughs) want to (laughs) promote? Well, I
1: I did want to. There is one thought that I I had about this. because I know we were talking about um, breakups, but um, the idea that that it's, it's love. Um, And, you know, that whole love is not an emotion thing. I'm going to have to think about that for a second. But, but these chemical reactions are really with anything, whether you love a person, you love dill pickle chips, dill pickle chips, you love seafood. I mean, I think about my mom, it drives me crazy. I got to drop a mom story really fast. So, (laughs) so whenever she comes and she visits, um, I tend to make like this granola and she loves it because she loves nuts, but she (laughs) has like gout. And not a lot of women um, have that, right? It's, like, one out of a bajillion, I guess, or whatever. Anyway, long story short is, like, when well, she stays with me, I'll be, like, away at work, and I'll come back home, and she's, like, eating through half a jar of granola. <laughs> and I'm looking at it, and I'm, like, freaking out, like a dog eating a chocolate bar or something. And I'm, like, <laughs> Mom, what's that mean? What do we do? she's, like, Oh, I cannot help it. I love this nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "But well, mom, you're gonna be in pain tomorrow." And she's like, "Oh, it's okay. It's okay because I love it so much." So, like, it just made me think, like, what I was saying earlier—the the feeling and that euphoric kind of feeling.
0: Right.
1: You're like, "I don't care. I don't care because I still feel good. I'll, it's just physical pain. I'll get over it." And emotional stuff, just maybe that's why people take that risk—is because even though the level of the pain is the same, mm-hmm. you eventually get over the physical pain you could take medicine you could put band-aid on it it's fixable Mm -hmm. so that's cool but emotional you don't have the emotional equivalent of a band-aid or medicine Mm -hmm. i mean i guess drugs but drugs (laughs) anyway i just wanted to you know this this whole conversation can apply to
0: but see eating could be a drug as well right i mean because they soothe your depression like eating ice cream when you're Not happy or depressed or, I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it can be, food, I think, can be used as a drug, too. That's true. I don't know. At least for me, when I'm stressed out, it's like I always go for the ice cream.
1: I go for the chips. If I'm stressed, I have to have, like, crunchy. Salty.
0: Yes. Yeah, I go for the sweet. Really? Yeah. Do you? I think it's more of, like, a comfort. Like, I don't eat dairy, but I go for that, you know. Like, I'll do, like, a soy cream or something. That's really good. Double rainbow. And, uh, yeah. so. Okay. But I think it's just part of that whole stress chemical reaction thing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. We all deal with it in our own ways. I guess so. Some of us, you know, go the food route. Some go the alcohol route. That's chill dill pickle chips though (laughs) that's my jam right now
1: thank you kettle chips for coming up with that please sponsor us please please send at least one bag of dill pickle chips (laughs) to (laughs) (laughs) women even if it's a small bag send some love
0: yeah because we need love (laughs) (laughs) we'll find it kathy we won't we won't ask you to marry us kettle chips we promise.
1: Oh my gosh, did you see that video about the woman who said that she was engaged to a, a
0: chandelier? No. Oh my, I thought it was fake. I don't think it's fake. You saw it on the news? Yeah, I'm going to send, I'll send you the video of this later. All right. Anybody else know about this woman who's in love with a chandelier? Yeah, she wanted to get a tattoo of it.
1: Oh. She called it her fiance.
0: Wow. Like she was dead serious. Hmm. Interesting. Well, takes mm. all kinds. Yes. <laughs> So just remember that some relationships were only ever meant to be a bridge, not a destination. Know that love is not a scarce resource and that it, there is no such thing as one person that's meant for you. I don't know. Some people are probably out there not happy about that one. What?
1: Say that That last there's line. not
0: just one person that's meant for you. Yeah, I don't know if I believe that. Love is a choice. Love is not a possession that you either have or don't have. I don't know if I agree with that either. Love is an action, and the good news is you can create that action of love over and over again. Mm -hmm. Especially one chip at a time. Still pickles. One chip over (laughs) and over and over (laughs) over again. I love
1: those things. (laughs)
0: So, as one of my friend's mom would say, there's a lid for every pot.
1: I like that.
0: Or a lid for every garbage can, whatever.
1: And even if the lid doesn't
0: totally fit, it still covers you know, the pot. If it doesn't fit, force it. <laughs>
1: it still needs the need. <laughs> force it. I'm, like, imagining a small lid, like, floating in a big pot. Well, it made it in there. <laughs> it's half covered it's half covered
0: so don't you know no frets if you're out there single and just went through a breakup you know you're not alone definitely
1: not alone take advantage of the time to just be with yourself love yourself how about that don't take drugs don't eat chips <laughs> don't drink liquor <laughs> Rechannel and refocus the love on yourself
0: Sounds like a greeting card, huh? Mm-hmm. We just start making greeting cards. Okay. <laughs> Great. And I think that's a good place to end it. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me again. I feel so lucky that mm. you let me come, that you open the door
1: when well, I bang on it. you know.
0: <laughs> you are loved here. Oh, thank you. On you Women are Who so Sarcast. Oh,
1: thank you. So, Thanks for the love. Here, I'll be welcome.
0: Thank you. And thank you for listening to Women Who Sarcast. Show music provided by Mike Imbasciani. You can find him at MikeImbasciani.com.